Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of Storytellers AZ, the podcast for anyone who wants to tell better stories. As always, I am Tyler Hurst, and I am an actual writer, here with three other storyteller people who will introduce themselves, starting across with me, with Debbie. Hi, I'm Debbie Walker, and I'm this podcast editor. Hi, I'm Wendy Connybeer. I'm a writer, too. I'm the pretend kind, though. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Fox, uh, my blog at PersuasionTheory.com. Okay, and I, I do apologize. I'm a little weirded out because Joni Five seriously checked out my junk in the, in, in the bathroom. What are you talking about? Okay, there's, tell me what you're talking about there, because I have no idea. There's a picture of Johnny Five from Short Circuit with working eyes on the wall over the urinal in the men's bathroom. And he's connected via wires to something, a box next to the sink, and he's staring at me while I pee. I'm not kidding you. It's you in the gangplank bathroom. Oh yeah, totally. It's a it's it's a sensor or something, but we but we can't hear whoever's talking off off of off of the microphone. So I'm gonna pretend he's not even there. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, today's today's podcast and today's conversation, uh, we we had a couple great things, but we start off with inspiration, and so it's it's been um, it's been a, it's been a tough thing for me to find to find uh, things that inspire me because I've always and I know this is wrong, all you real writers out there. I've always, I've always had inspiration as, as a spark, um, as something that, that, that happens from my reactions to everyday things that happen in life, whether that's uh, good, bad, indifferent, or, or whatnot. Um, but I know that a lot of people are able to construct systems or frameworks and that enables them to be inspired day in and day out to do to be great or to, to tell great stories or to whatnot. So I'm curious to what uh, any of you do to... Uh, to get that out. So what inspires you, Matt? Tell us. Well, I guess, you know, it really comes down to what it is that I'm trying to do. And, and you know, we were talking about that earlier, about the series that I've been doing, and, and that's just been trying to get something out that hasn't been. The series but, that he was doing, uh, explain that if you could. <laughs> uh, writing a series on resistance and persuasion. Um, and it's based off some work that's done by a psychologist and, and he's got a book and it's very academic and it's very, it's great information. And the studies involved that are behind it are all great information, but it's never been really exploited. Uh, it's not as popular as a lot of like Robert Cialdini or other type of, uh, people that in the influence and, 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 uh, human manipulation. Would that be a nice way to say it? Persuasion? <laughs> is persuasion? Well, manipulation and persuasion are always thought of uh, as negative terms. Um, and I don't think that they, that they necessarily are. They're, they're neutral. It just depends well, on you're influencing stuff. whether you want to or not. And, you know, you can say that that's manipulative. And I'd say, well, that's a manipulative thing to say. So, um, well, there's just, major and minor. There's trying to convince somebody of something and then, you know. Trying to seduce them. There's a line that you can cross. Well, there is, and that's always your intention. But the always oh, Debbie's intention across the line. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, that's your intention. You don't know me that well, son. <laughs> but the uh, the material has, you know, it's 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 great information, and I uh, just wanted to to bring it out. Okay, so, so 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 from this, what inspired you was reading some existing text and making connections. Something that I came across years ago that really hasn't 
kind of gone mainstream, I guess you could say, and it's not currently in a format that's that's easily digestible. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I I do this the, the the same thing a lot of times with uh with, with blog posts from uh, people like um Umair Hauk or however you say his name uh, uh he writes for the Harvard Business Review. Okay. Um, he wrote a, a New Capitalist Manifesto, uh, short little book on this. He's just a writer about the state of America, state of economy, just a really really smart guy. Um, and same with John Hogel, I think, who does Edge Edge Perspectives, um, that talks about stuff that's kind of coming and kind of far out there. So I like to speculate on those type of things, um, per post. But Wendy, you, you're a technical writer and you write about your life when we beg you and plead, plead with you and, and force you to. Twist your arm. Um, beat me into submission. What gets that going? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm kind of trying to get that inspiration going again. Um, a lot of times, you know, it's when I read other people's work and, uh, and it's not that I guess a lot of creativity is building off of what other people do. Well, um, that's everything's a remix. Right. Uh, everything a great, is a remix. And that's, uh, there's a video about that too. Yeah. Fantastic. I bought up one of those posters, limited edition. Good for you. <laughs> I, know, I know. Tyler's a little proud of himself today. I'm very excited. I, I, I saw it. You should see the green on his face. I saw, it at, I saw it at 1 a.m. and I was like, oh, I'm going to be the first person to, or the last person to get it. And he's like, yeah, dude, we have plenty. I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So you, Thanks so you like for taking, changing the subject. No, you like taking um, other people's content. Everything's a remix. Like taking other people's content and putting it in there. And it's it's not just other people's content. It's what other people write about, and it might give me a spark in my brain, or the I might like their style, and maybe want to try to emulate or, you know, do my own thing around it. So what? I'm not original. That's my answer. Well, we're not. I don't, <laughs> I don't think any of us really are. Um, Everything is kind of borrowed or copied or whatever. I'm else, having but... an inspiration problem right now. That, okay. That's this is a bad podcast for me. Really? Sorry. So we should probably diagnose you and treat you on air. Then we'll we'll, sure. we'll think about that. Okay. Um, Debbie, you are a podcast editor, so you put together other people's stories right. into into your own. How do you do that? I mean, how do you know what the group of people that you're that you're editing were trying to mean or were trying to trying to mean meant? <laughs> wow. Swear to God, I don't write like this. <laughs> Meant when they were uh, when they were recording. Um, is that something that you can kind of sense and and see where their inspiration is coming from, or do you go from it from your own perspective? Well, a lot of times I actually know the people, but when it's new people, like which is why I'm here. I was here last time and here again two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. Two weeks ago, we meet every other. <laughs> Wednesday at Gangplank. And our next meeting is October 12th. <laughs> and then the 26th, and we'll remind you again of that later. And then two weeks after that, yes. But either way. Daddy. Anyhow, the reason I came in to meet everybody was to get to know the actual personalities better so that when I'm editing their, their voice patterns and editing what they're trying to say, and sometimes people start sentences and, and they don't finish them, and then it's, well, do I leave that in because it's an incomplete thought? Or do I take it out because it doesn't go anywhere? But if this is the kind of person that talks like that, it's you got to kind of leave that kind of stuff in. Yeah. Leave that in a lot for of me, my, please. A lot of my sentences trail off, hence the ellipses. Oh, God. Um, you know, I really thought Debbie was here because she liked us and wanted to be part of the group. <laughs> no, 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 no. Apparently, she's Now we know. <laughs> well, she's, she's here to be very good at her job. So, all right. That makes that's she's, she's awesome at her job. I'm happy with that. I'm very happy with that. It's, so, thank right. you. That makes, that makes sense. So you... You do character research is basically what that is. I mean, yeah. you're just doing on, on-site research in, that, in this thing. Is there, yeah. is there another podcast that you've done that with? You do that with, with Connery or? I came in to meet Dave Cook okay. on his, on Connery's podcast. 
Don't because, sell me, bro. Available on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> because he talks a certain way, and I wanted to put that with an actual person. Because I didn't know him, and I didn't really... Uh, it's difficult to say this on live podcast, but I didn't really care for some his mannerisms, vocal mannerisms, and he was driving me crazy. And I thought, I need to meet this person so I can put a face to the voice so I can be more personal about it rather than just... You know, if you don't know somebody, you just pfft, their words off. But I, I needed I, to meet people to, I don't know, gain more respect for their words. I don't know if you know this, but this isn't actually live. We have an editor that can, can, <laughs> yeah, can, can edit and get anything else. So <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll make sure it gets picked up. Um, does anyone use anything as inspiration, like like anything material? I know that, um, wow, I say I'm a lot. Holy mouth. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> And, you know, um, there's one, there's a trend that's going on on blogs right now. And I tweeted about this because it kind of gets on my nerves and I keep seeing stuff like this where they'll post, you know, how this glass of water is like a successful business. Yeah. Or, you know, because readers, how I had readers, a foot shoved up my ass. Readers eat that <laughs> stuff. My life. Seven that stuff. reasons. That I did a, I did there's a, always seven reasons I did a ten, 10 reasons running is like business and that got retweeted and read and it was the dumbest post I've ever written in my entire life. People love lists. People, well, people like, love they lists. like the lists. But they it's like the comparison. Metaphors. Yeah, because they can't lists do that. Lists and metaphors. The problem is when they, they do it, they pull out all the things that do apply to their oh, yeah. situation, oh, yeah. oh, I know. but never the other stuff, and then they get the... So they do it wrong. Yeah. You don't think that how XX World event affects your... is like is like your business it isn't probably a good thing, except, I mean, that's SEO value. Everyone wants that. Huffington Post this one about how what Amy wants. I mean, it is that means for business owners. Yeah. yeah. Well, somebody did the same thing. I can't remember who it did on Steve. You know, with Steve Jobs, yeah. how his illness and yeah. blah blah. And it's you know, it's it tasteless. It's link bait. It's whatever. But what it really comes down to is, are these people really giving anything of value? Yeah. Is there are they a re- just pulling something out of their? Connection? Yeah. No, they're not giving anything of value, and I'll tell you why. It's because they're headlines. People click it's a on headline. them enough. Yeah. And they end up on Google News aggregated, and then more people click on them, and then their blog is. And that's when you. That is what I teach. I mean, I I do, and that's, I guess, part of the problem being where I am is that I see this stuff and I just go, my God, can't you people see this? I know. And they don't care. Do you comment? On those sites? Yes. Generally, no. No, because if you click and comment on it, you're just driving more traffic. I I just ignore this. Actually, if you comment on um, Huffington Post ones, like the one who used the Amy Winehouse thing, and then make it really popular, and then TechCrunch makes fun of the next day, and the girl never writes again, then you maybe have. Um, You may have won a victory. Um, And but that's the only way to contrive, though. Have you done that? Yeah. Uh, Congratulations. (laughs) Uh Uh, Well, you know, because there's no because there's no way to and and I know that. Did you get paid for that? No, I was just really mad one night. I take back my congratulations. <laughs> uh, but but you have to. I think that's important that, that that people do that because just ignoring stuff is good enough because they're still going to get found. There are too many sheeple that will believe that this is a good thing unless an intelligent person comes by and says this is why it's not. Us intelligent people Whoa. need to slay Whoa. the sheeple. Are you sheeple? making some sort of comparison to to atheism and and hardcore religious zealots or? No. Okay, I was just making sure. I'm just, just saying, in sure. general, there are a lot of people who go, "Oh, this sounds this sounds plausible or yeah. okay or wonderful," until you go down the comments and then somebody goes, pokes a hole in their whole story, and you go, "Oh, well, okay, reason reigns again." So, 
So if it's you few and far between, but yeah. But if you don't bother to put forth your, I don't know, well thought out, well written jab to the original story. I say so usually what it is is I see the headline and then I just ignore it. Yeah, yeah you can go tell. on by. So, but yeah, but you're not teaching anybody anything that way. Yeah, but. They're in a world where any attention is good attention. It's it's a fine line to walk. I mean, I've I, I understand look overlooking it, which is probably better for your long term health. Um, I also understand you know wanting to comment on it because it's important that the, that truth or fact you know is out there. Um, and when someone does something either factually wrong or just morally wrong, I think it's important to point that out. But yeah, if they get too much attention, it's it, it's not a good thing, but that's the nature of how the Internet works. Okay, for so, instance, but- the entire conversation about how vaccinations cause autism. <laughs> These people... <laughs> Thank you, Man. Michelle Bachman. God, if you vote for her, you're an idiot. These people <laughs> are... They have their own bubble of truth, but you have other people looking at that who want to learn. And if you don't post comments pointing those people in another direction who are for real facts, then you're just contributing to the problem. Did I tell the cell phone story with Lady getting on the light rail in this podcast yet? There was a woman who got on the light rail in Central Phoenix. All right, she uh, she was talking on her phone and she said, "I have to get off before the door closes because my signal will die." And she got off the phone and she sat next to me and said, "Hey, actually, we have pretty good reception here in, in Central Phoenix, and especially the light rail doesn't affect cell phone signal at all." She goes, "Well, my signal is very weak because it's a Michigan number and the the." <coughs> The the phone call has to go to the satellite, back to Michigan, talk to the other person, then back the satellite up, and then talk to me. And so because I'm far away, the signal is less. And she was, you know, she was probably in her late 60s. I mean, she looked like a like a grandma, but not a, she wasn't really, she wasn't old. I was just, you know, she's, she's, she's definitely, you know, late 60s. And I actually, I said, I, I, and that's exactly what I said. I couldn't, I couldn't say anything else. I wish I had been able to. Tell her exactly you know, what that was. The problem is, is that there's going to be three know. people listening to this going, what, isn't that how it works? Yeah, and, and that's not, guys, it's not how it works at all. We're not talking about you, by the way. But yeah, <laughs> I am actually. <laughs> but it's tough to, it's, it's tough to do that without, without A, laughing your ass off, or B, going, you are so wrong that you don't even make, like, you have violated laws of, like, physics, and uh, why don't you know this stuff? It's going to take a college semester to teach her the right well, see, way. <laughs> now, we're, we're getting off on individual subjects yeah. where you're battling the individual subject, these trying to win battles of these individual yeah. things Post, are right. happening, it's incidents, incidents. and it's, you know, it's a bigger problem. It's a critical thinking it issue. It's not a, and I agree completely with what you're saying about her. I mean, that whole issue is just blown way out of proportion. Those who yell the loudest are the ones that get heard in, in, in the vaccination and in, in all these other areas, too. So... Um, that's the bottom line do, is don't read it, don't believe everything you read. Kind of, on I'm the kind of getting that off topic because it was we're talking about inspiration here. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. We were, well those are we? the things that inspire me. Is when there I come across go. one of these things where these people are so convinced of their own rightness, with no proof, no citations, no. It is just what somebody told them. Uh, what uh, one study back in 1980 something said this so it's true well you know what that's not true and i'm learning to practice my debate skills even when i'm not saying you're a fucking idiot i say no the truth is this and you can look up the facts here and you can look up the facts there and this is why what you're thinking is wrong and you keep it very clear and not personal and it's good practice you know and, and you're teaching 
somebody. You may not be teaching the person writing the article, but you may be teaching five people who Probably read it. somebody else that will see it. Correct. That is a good and positive way to look at it. I try. That's very good. Way not to be a troll online. If you need to know how to do the opposite of that, I will let you know. I'm sure. So anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that's all we have for now. Uh, we apparently hate um, all people who are wrong online, so <laughs> make sure you stop doing that. And we will all be offline for a week now. <laughs> Uh, again, this is the Storytellers AZ podcast. You can check us out online at storytellersaz.com. It may redirect to our podcast page. We're working on that. Uh, if you would like to contribute or ask a question, you can always email tyler at gangplankhq.com. And before every Storytellers podcast, we actually have a meeting that's a bit of a support group for storytellers, writers, salespeople, podcast engineers, and just about everybody else who wants to come down. We meet at Gangplank from 7 to 9 p.m. every other Thursday. By the time you listen to this, our next Wednesday. 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 Wow, Wednesday. It's right after the AA meeting, well, obviously. Yeah, that's funny. Um, well, the uh, the Oktoberfest volunteers actually preempted that. Um <laughs> So every other Wednesday, by the time that you listen to this, it'll probably be later in October. So our next meeting is October 26th, and every two weeks after that. If you need to know where Gangplank is, it's 260 South Arizona Ave in Chandler, or just email me, like I said before. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time. <laughs>